doing what I feel with no regrets Constantly forgiving, but I'm never gonna forget Always keeping my composure, I won't let them see me sweat The only thing that really matters is the power and respect in this world I won't make the same mistakes from all episode, the Episode 8? Is that what it is, episode 8? Uh, yeah, we on eight. yeah, last one was 7 Kobe? Yes, sir, RP, my dog We in the building with the bros once again I'm not gonna say my normal tagline because these niggas <laughs> roasted me on the last one. <laughs> so we're gonna we switch it up, man. Episode eight of the Mac Five Podcast. Um, I'm Drew. The bros is here with me, and I'm gonna let y'all introduce yourselves. Let's go around. What up, y'all? This is Lance, aka Six Six Man, aka the Chosen One. Y'all already know who. Oh, Chosen One. What? He got. He, he, hey, no, no, no. How many times you practice this shit in the room by yourself? Like, uh, <laughs> nah, I say it all the time. Like, no. <laughs> chosen. He has a lot of self-proclaimed uh, nicknames. Yeah, chosen. Okay. Hey, one, one of them is Clutch. Yeah, Mr. Clutch. You know, Mr. Reliable. I like Mr. Uh, Clutch. Mr. Reliable. Yeah, all that, all that. That's funny. What's good, everybody? My name is Lake. That's funny. No AKAs. No, no, no AKAs, man. Just like AKA River. I'm AKA Body of Water. AKA. <laughs> no, I'm just playing. Hey, what up, everybody? Uh, Jordan, JB, Big Bro. That's all you need. Now to you know. can throw up your five now that you said who you are. There we go. There you go. Yeah. Austin. I ain't got no AKA. Oh, young AJ. I'm about to get back. Young AJ. <laughs> Matter of fact, while we on that, I'm about to get back to the young AJ. All right. that's, that's 2010. Yeah. Right. So, I, mean, I still got access to that Twitter. Right. Man, I'll be going through the tweets like, boy, I was on some. I was on some. Stuff, I just found out uh, not too long ago that you could archive like your Instagram posts. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like so, shit that's like way you old. It no ain't got to be on your page. Yep. I just went through and I was like archiving all my shit and just like oh, looking nice. through like some of the pictures and the comments. It's just like. It just took me back to that time. It was crazy. Mm-hmm. Like it's like you, we really document our lives on social media. Man, anyway. that's why I don't, I, don't, I don't archive nothing. I mean, okay, if it's got like another girl, I'm archive. <laughs> <laughs> Delete that or like several connections. I ain't fooling with you no more. Like on some weirdo type stuff, I'm gonna archive. But other than that, like. Man, I think that's dope to be able to go back to your oldest posts and see like what your frame of mind was. Yeah, I mean, but we still got them. It's that's in right. our archives. Actually, I deleted that's my that's old Twitter. Because I was doing a lot of cursing. I didn't know I would be a rapper now, but you know. All right. I wish I still had that Twitter. I need those followers. You're trying to be clean <laughs> on the internet? I had I'm a phase like that. It'd be weird, man. It's like going back looking at text messages and like when you reread what you write. Like, what the yeah, fuck? Why, like, why did I say that? Yo, some yeah. of my captions like, back in the like day were so trash, man. Yeah. Bruh, I'd be looking at some of them captions and I'd just like be cringing. Like, Five years from now, we're going to be looking like, damn, why, why did I say that? Yeah. <laughs> looking Probably. at the podcast. So. Big facts. Probably. That's true. That's a fact. I love that though. It it's is. A sign, it's a sign is. of growth. Yeah. It shows our growth. Yeah, if you're looking back on stuff that you said or did, a year ago, and you ain't looking back on all like, man, I don't know about that. Man. You're not really growing. You're not yeah, growing. Wrong. You're not changing. None of that. And that's not good to be stagnant, man. And sometimes we overanalyze ourselves a little bit too much. Like something that we'll look at and we think is corny. Like, ain't nobody tripping off of that. Yeah. So man, I wish sometimes I'll be doing nothing. I'll be in a room by myself, and I'll be thinking just randomly, like something I did like four years ago, and I'm yeah. like, I can't believe I did that. <laughs> <laughs> that was the stupidest thing I've ever done in my life. <laughs> So let's go around. Let's what's what's one thing that you that you know you embarrassed about? Uh, Let me go last. I got to think of something else. Man, I don't be getting embarrassed. I've done I've done some dumb shit. Let me think. Let me think. Man, I'll go first. Go ahead. Matter of fact, 
This is this this the segment, bro. Uh, okay, it's <laughs> a segment. So you know what I'm saying. The Mac Five. We this is our first segment. This segment is called Oh Hell No. So we just gonna go around just talk about some shit, and the natural reaction is gonna be Oh Hell No, man. What the fuck? What was I on? What was I on? So, so I think when I was in college, there was like this. Um, it wasn't a pageant, but it was like a um, it was like a Valentine's Day auction, and I was one of the people getting auctioned off. So damn, nigga, auctioned off. Valentine's Day auction. I know, I knew what you were talking about. At a black college, <laughs> we are black. <laughs> so, man, so it's my turn to go up and whatnot. And mind you, like the the people before me, they were singing and dancing and shit. I'm like, man, oh, you had to that? have a talent. Not necessarily. It wasn't asked for, but you know, there's it was, an opportunity to showcase. It was uh, so. <laughs> I'm like, man, I'm not about to do no dancing shit. If anything, I'm about to do some stupid shit. So, I get up there. I'm chilling. You know what I'm saying? I got a little blazer on. I'm popping my collar and shit, chilling. I'm feeling myself. People throwing their numbers up. I'm like, okay, okay, okay. I go to the person with the mic. I said, hey, bro, I'm about to dug you real quick. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. No. I was, what was it? It wasn't Dougie. What was the other dance? Um, jerk. It wasn't Jerk. jerk. Thank God. No. Was it the whip? It wasn't the whip. Nay, nay. Cat Daddy. Uh, What's this called? Oh, Millie, Millie Rock. Rock. Millie, Millie Rock. Rock. Yeah. Millie Rock. I said, hey, bro, let me Millie Rock real quick. They was playing the beat. And he switched up the whole beat. Start the song from the very beginning, bro. So I'm just waiting for the beat to drop. I'm like, oh, why did I say let's Millie Rock? <laughs> so I'm just waiting. And I start Millie Rocking crickets. <laughs> <laughs> I, was, I, was, I thought I was going to get hyped up. I thought, yeah, ooh, nothing. <laughs> I hear, I see these girls on the front row whispering, what's he doing? <laughs> I'm like, all right, let me get my ass off the stage. Hurry up. Bro. Somebody. <laughs> Long story short, yeah, man, I got the fuck out of there. <laughs> I got I got my ass out of there. Hell I said, no. man, I should have just stood yeah. there and smiled. When you realize that they weren't messing with you, did you start like sweating and getting hot? <laughs> I, I, get, I get itchy. <laughs> I'm like, man, what the hell? <laughs> I get itchy in like five places at once, bro. <laughs> I, I, I start sweating a little bit. I said, all right, come on. Come on. Somebody throw up a 20 or some shit. So eventually somebody bid on me. I got up out of there. Did you have to go on that date? And I didn't look back. I got out of there. <laughs> like, the, I think the person just bid for me because they felt sorry. <laughs> I was like, what? I'm about to smoke a blunt. This shit. I'm like, <laughs> That's my, I'm like, so, oh, hell no. Nah. That's funny. Yeah, that's a moment right That's my all hell no nah moment. Yeah. So, who yeah. next, man? Yeah, who next? Man, I'm trying to think of one. I mean, you had one a couple episodes ago. I did? Yeah. In, in the classroom. <laughs> oh, in yeah, the classroom? yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, but we had already talked about yeah, that. Yeah, so. We already talked about that. Uh, I got you, I got you. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, hey, was that man. in the episode? I, I, got, I got one. Yeah, that was the episode. We talked about it. Oh, you know, they were in the rock. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, this was so I, this was back in uh, college. I was a freshman, and y'all, y'all, were, what was I, eighteen? Y'all don't remember me at eighteen. Y'all remember when I, me when I was eighteen years old? Yeah, I do. 
Okay, well. Yeah, you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay, okay. Anyway, so I had just played a business fraternity. And I was kicking it with some of the homies. And we was all outside the commons. Shout out Georgia State University. We was all outside the commons. And we was just chilling. Matter of fact, at the time, I was like freshly single. You know what I'm saying? I had just broken up with my girlfriend at the time. Uh, so we was outside. We walked across to the gas station to the shell. And this uh, car pulled up. It was about three shell, or four. classic. Yeah, the shell. Three or four girls um, pulled up and they hopped out the whip. And it was like four of us. It was perfect. We had the, the ratio was right. Um, the homie had a room in the commons. We was all going to go up and chill. So one of them went up, started spitting game. And then I noticed that uh, one of the girls was drunk. She was like inebriated. So she hopped out of the car. She was stumbling and stuff. <laughs> and so I walk up and I was like, excuse me. I said, are you drunk? And she started laughing and giggling. And I was like, oh, I said, excuse me. I said, I'm sorry. I said, you guys need to go home. <laughs> I did. I said, I was like, um, I said, oh, no, nah, no. Nah. Y'all drunk? I said, no, nah, y'all need to go home, man. I feel that, though. So um, at the time. Good guy. It, yeah, yeah, yeah. Good I, guy. I, I know. So uh, I'm talking the people that I was with, one of the homies, um, he was pissed. <laughs> It was three high. I didn't know about this till after the uh, moment, but we was all walking back. And I was like, you know what I'm saying? I was cheerful. I thought I had saved a life. So I'm walking in front of everybody. And he was looking at me. He was like. <laughs> <laughs> they told me about that joke like six months later, but he was like. <laughs> Get him out of here. I'm proud of it now at this moment. Obviously, because I got daughters. You know what I'm saying? I don't want somebody to do that for me. So hopefully I got some good karma coming out. If y'all watching this 15 years later and you're dealing with my daughters and they drunk, send them home. Because <laughs> that's what I did. I need that good karma to come back. Good man. I got yeah. one. Hey, kudos, man. Yeah, yeah, that, that, that was all really, hell no, man. Yeah, it's all, all hell, hell no. It is. Like, it's, yeah, we're grown now. If so I was your but... homie, I would have said, oh, hell no. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Lame ass nigga. Bro. You don't take your ass. <laughs> nah, I got one. Um. It's not re- really embarrassing in the moment. It's just embarrassing, like, looking back, like, damn, I can't believe I did that shit. Just the same thing we was just talking about. Um, so, I don't know if all y'all know, but, uh, so, my Instagram, Twitter, all that, my name is Dr. E-Dub, and I'll just go ahead and give y'all the, the story behind that name. I'm just trying to be creative and come up with something that's unique. I'm over here, like, trying to come up with a thought process on my name. So, I came up with Dr. E-Dub, and that's... Doctor abbreviated as DR, E self explanatory, dub is W. So essentially that spells out my name. His name is Drew. Right. So Dr. E dub Drew, if you didn't know already, that's that's my name. So I uh when I came up with that name, I got dumb hype about that shit. Like, yo, man, I, I'm really good at this creative <laughs> shit. My dumb ass took that shit to the next level. <laughs> Started wearing a stethoscope to school. <laughs> <laughs> I completely forgot about I wore that shit to school for like two weeks confidently. Couldn't nobody tell me nothing. Like, some of my, yo, what the fuck you wearing a stethoscope for, nigga? Like, <laughs> hey, he said, I've been waiting for you to ask me. Yeah, nigga. <laughs> I was feeling myself about that name. I, I wore that set clothes proudly. Couldn't nobably tell me nothing about it. Where'd you get it? Probably from Jordan. It was Jordan's. Yeah. It was Jordan's set scope. I just Jordan took that Jordan and just started wearing it. If I find a picture, I'm gonna clip it in. But uh, yeah, I was wearing I was wearing that joint. Niggas would hit me up like, yo, like I'll see somebody, dap them up. And then I'll go to class and I get a text from the same nigga like five minutes, like, yo, what the fuck you got on the set of scope? 
<laughs> and then I just told him like what the name was. Like, yeah, the name is dope, but you gotta lose stethoscope. <laughs> so I mean, I kept wearing it and I stopped. And it was like, you know, I was cool. I wasn't tripping off of it. I wasn't, but now like I look back. I'm like, yo, like, what the fuck? What's I wear? Now you yeah. get you like a little gold chain, get you a stethoscope on it. You feel me? As a pendant. It's not bad. That's not a bad idea. Mm. No. You look back at the pictures. <laughs> yeah. I deserve to be clowned for it, for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, was, it was, you know, at the time, you know, when, when you creative and like you trying to like, like hit that next level. You're going to do some shit that's not really going to agree with, you know, the status quo. Even, say, like, with your own status quo. I was just about to say, yeah. like, that being said, like, you really could have, like, if you did it long enough, like, yeah. you would have been known as that dude with the stethoscope. Yeah. I mean, just like people like Flavor Flav. Like, who wears a clock? Right. Like, yo, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Same sentiments. Like, yeah, if like, you wanted that to be you, you really could have branded yourself. No, I could have for sure. Dr. E-Dub. Yeah, I could have for sure. Zero relevance. But, but, like, when you look back, it's like, I don't know. That shit. It's just kind of cringeworthy when you see the pictures and stuff. But at the same time, like, it's kind of embarrassing on the surface. But, like, deep down, I don't really trip off of it too much because I know the type of person I am. And, like, yeah. I'm going to, like, take some risks. Like, even, like, some shit I did, like, fashion-wise, I'll, like, do some shit that I ain't seen nobody else do just because, like, if that shit hit, it hit. If it miss, it miss. Yeah. And I person, live with bro. it. And you go from there. If so. you could pull that shit off. Like, if you a dope-ass nigga. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, you know, you pull you, anything you, up. That jump was wild with the time. Most people can't. Because you probably yeah. had on some big old jeans. Nah, XLs. this was nah, this was 2000. I was a junior in college when I did oh, that. You was in college with a college? Hell yeah, nigga. <laughs> you was in college, college, my nigga? College, I thought that was high school. I thought that was your senior year. I was college, was bro. College? That was 2009, 10. Yeah, 2000. So probably like around 2010 is when I did it. And. That's, that's, yeah, yeah. I don't know about that. Yeah, you tried it, bro. Yeah. You tried it. I definitely tried it, bro. I, I'm sure a lot of people probably just thought I was in like med school. That's what I would like that. PhD candidate. Yeah, something, something like yeah. that. I don't know. Or like some sort of internship. That's probably what a lot of people thought. So how, how long did it take you to, to realize that that was some lame ass shit? <laughs> <laughs> oh, it probably, it probably took me probably like a couple years down the line a couple years yeah a couple years down the line like cause at the time I just I just stopped wearing it I wasn't tripping off it it was just it was whatever like but a couple years I'm like yo I really wore a fucking stethoscope in school bro I mean I'm sure we all wore something and I was in my 20s bro but I ain't never did that shit before bro yeah what'd you do I ain't do nothing I'm just saying I'm sure we all like put something on and we look back at it and it's like nah that ain't it but a stethoscope is different no, no. We're gonna revisit that. Yeah, we gonna. Bro. We we gonna get back to that. Yeah, Tell a couple me. years we are gonna look at these Crocs you got all. <laughs> hey, like, stop playing. Man, why the fuck I wear these joints? Got Crocs hey, on, man. nigga. Lake be trying it too though. But Lake Lake can pull stuff off that normal people can't. I will give you that. What's up? I mean, niggas not gonna say shit. They either too scared or I'm gonna flame them back. That's all it is, yeah, man. You just gotta be is, confident yeah. in what you what you doing. I was confident about that stethoscope. 100%. Yeah. I tell you that. All right, Lance, come on, man. Uh, uh, what's, man. What happened? What happened? The only thing I could really think about was when I got kicked off the football team. Yeah, they, I know okay. that was loud in the mic. My bad. Definitely right? was. God yeah. damn, loud as fuck. Every goal. <clears throat> Every one. My bad. Yeah, that's, the only, that's the only one I could think about at the moment. Cause boom, and I remember the game before I got kicked off. I um, we was playing Clark Atlanta, and we was up, 
into like the fourth quarter up like double digits and we end up losing the game. And I remember after the game, I was like, man, I'm done. I don't want to play no more. Fuck this shit. <laughs> but at the time, I'm like top three in the conference, you know, top three in receiving, catching and yards and all that. I'm, I'm balling. I'm good. I'm the captain on the team and shit. And then the next game, we're playing Tuskegee, which is always a big game of the year. And uh, so we practicing. It's Friday. We got the game on Saturday. We finna travel. Uh, and we on the practice field, and the academic advisor came on the field. And they don't ever come on the field. So when they come, you know it's some shit. You did some shit. So I'm practicing. I just caught the ball. I'm feeling myself. I'm good. Next thing you know, I see him walking down. And it's two of them, and they both just staring at me. I'm like, oh, shit. I know I ain't going to class. <laughs> <laughs> they about to come get me. So they came. And the whole, mind you, everybody is on the field while they pulling me off the field. Damn. Yeah. So, I didn't even uh, do it discreetly. I thought this was on like a like who's about to travel type shit. Not we practice. Were, no, we, you know how we did walkthroughs. Yeah. On Fridays, we was doing the walkthroughs, getting ready to talk about you know the, the trip and getting ready to go on the bus. They pulled me off of the field in front of everybody, and I uh, was like, "Yeah, you're done. You can't play." Embarrassing. Embarrassed. I'm the captain. You know, so this is even an all hell no nah moment. It's just it's embarrassing That's, at that point. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Did you want to cry? No, I didn't want to cry. Um, I honestly, I went back to the crib and I smoked me a fatty, man. <laughs> no cap, no cap, because I had to figure out how I was going to explain this to mom, dad, uh, my girlfriend at the time. I'm like, ah, man, it's a lot of people I got to explain it to. Um, so I had to go smoke me one, man. But that was embarrassing. Yes. It was embarrassing, sorry, especially as a captain that. of the team. You feel me? Yeah, feel moments me. like that, it's hard to see how you going. But but it was it. it was a blessing in disguise though, and I don't know if I should say this on camera, but I'm gonna say it anyways. Fuck it. So I got kicked off the team. They, I got dropped from like three classes, all that. But I got that money back. <laughs> hey, <laughs> I got that money back. So boom, I had just started writing rap and shit and shit. I'm like, all right, let me go get me my microphone. <laughs> let me get everything I need to start rapping. So shit. Yeah, yeah, hey, yes, that's, that's crazy, man. That's crazy. Hey, you traded all into something that you knew circle. you wasn't passionate about. You got some bread back. I was passionate about football at that time because I was balling. I'm like, all right, let me take this, let me take this to the Canadian League. Let me try to see if I can, mm-hmm. you know, go somewhere with it. But nah, boom, pulled me, and then took me to another avenue. Yeah, huh? yeah. Sorry, bro. Right. Be like that. It's life. Y'all go to class, man. If you in school, go to class. Straight up, hey man. <laughs> yeah, we can talk about that on. We can talk about that for sure. But yeah. uh... You gave me an idea of what, because I had no idea what I was going to say. But all right, so middle school, we always wore uniforms. Elementary school, middle school, we wore uniforms in school, stuff like that. Made getting dressed, going to school easy. I know what you're about to say. <laughs> Starting in ninth grade, though, um, you know, of course, going to high school, we didn't have uniforms. So we was able to My wear dog. whatever we wanted to wear or whatnot. So, you know, you know, I had about, you so know, fashion. a couple of, of decent, you know, well, I'll say decent, but a couple of, you know, a couple of weeks worth of outfits, three weeks, two weeks, three weeks, or some worth of outfits, something like that. Uh, shout out to Ross Marshalls and, and all them out there because they definitely supplied all of our Walmart. shit. Now, nah, this was before Walmart, bro. Uh-huh. You know, niggas used to shop at Ross. Yeah, we was at Ross Marshalls and I forgot the other one. And, I don't, yeah, whatever. But, uh, you know what I'm saying? Every couple of weeks, you know, I always have to wear the same outfits or whatever. So, one day I'm at school. And a particular, this one dude had a particular style of jeans. He had wore them inside out, and they actually looked decent. I'm like, oh, okay, cool. You know, whoop the whoop. So one day I decided to try that shit. Had another pair of pants or whatever. Turned them inside out. Went to school that day. Or whatever. <laughs> she was trying. Like, All right, cool. So my dumb ass decided. Okay, every now and then since I had to, you know, 
certain amount of pair of jeans or whatever, I can expand my wardrobe a little bit by turning them bitches inside out. Oh, Lord. Bruh. My dumb ass, like, you know, okay, I have, like, one week I'm wearing my jeans regular, then another week I'll, like, okay, every other day I'll have, like, one of my jeans inside out or whatever, just so I can, like, make it seem like I have more clothes than I actually do with type shit. So I'm walking around. I got to get, like, my phone out of my pocket or get a pin or some shit. I got to reach inside my goddamn pants and shit. Because <laughs> the pockets are showing on the outside. I can't even tell you how long I did that for a while until I think it got to a point like a pin had busted inside so the pocket like there was ink in the pocket and I'm just like walking around with goddamn ink stain in the goddamn bro. jeans because I'm walking Ain't around nobody ever pit. said nothing to you? You didn't know say shit bro I didn't have no friends <laughs> That's how you know man like, But you know we didn't say nothing either to be honest Bro Hey man, it'd it be the people closer to you that just watch you do some dumb shit, bro. Dumbest stuff. Nah, I ain't know about that. I mean, but sometimes we don't even like realize how dumb it is at the time. For sure. Right. So, yeah, that's true. Yeah. I mean, that's you know, life, though. Look that's back on Exactly. Yeah. Man, I did a lot of stupid shit in my life, bro. Do you regret any of it? Most of it, like, the past few years. Really? I got a better hell Most, no, Mostly man. in Cali. <laughs> Go ahead with it. Nah, I'm, I'm good. Not you, Lance. <laughs> man, when I got arrested. <laughs> <laughs> God damn. And it's my fault too. I'm a dumbass for this. <laughs> so I had got pulled over and like I don't even remember the year, but I had got pulled over for a tail like cool, fix it ticket. And the cop told me, he said, Yeah, you good, man. It's just a little fix it ticket. I'm just gonna give you this and you good. I'm like, shit, I ain't bet. There's a court date on the ticket, but I'm like, man, fuck the court date. He said I'm good. So fast forward two years later, <laughs> uh, I'm driving and me and Lake, we, we just left this party or whatever. I'm driving. And uh, the cops are behind me. And you know, all right, know they're running my tags. Every time a cop behind me, I know they're running my tag. In my mind, I, know, I already know what's about to go down. Lake ain't no nothing. <laughs> Lake ain't no shit. I'm so drunk. they they behind me for a minute. Next thing you know, woo woo. I'm like, fuck, here we go. I pull over. Lake's like, what you do? I'm like, shit, man, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, you knew very well what you did. They came to the car, got my license, and said, I need you to step out the car. Put my hands behind my back, locked me up, put me in the car and shit. I'm thinking Lake finna go home. I go to the condo and handle business, like make phone calls, do whatever you got to do. You want to tell him what you did, Lake? <laughs> <laughs> I'll just go ahead and continue the story, big dog. So I'm I'm over there. I get locked up. I'm I'm in jail. This is the first time, you know, mugshots, all that. I get out of jail. Next thing you know, I I, I Lake tell me he went and cops some weed after I got locked up. <laughs> I'm like, damn, bro, you ain't make no phone calls. He's like, nah, shit, bro, ain't shit I can do right now. <laughs> <laughs> See, nah, that's, Nigga, so we was already on the way to the plug <laughs> while we got pulled over. So they had to finish the trip. <laughs> <laughs> hey, bro, I'm like, shit, we two minutes judgment. away, bro. We right down the street. We down the street. So, man, so we on the way. This nigga get pulled over, get locked up, this, that, and the third. Mind you, I'm drunk as fuck. How the cops don't know, I don't know. You sobered up quick. So, the first thing I do, I call Jordan. <laughs> I let Jordan know because I knew he had experience. <laughs> <laughs> My nigga got experience with that type of situation, bro. You can't catch me. <laughs> I'm about to be up. So he said, Wooty Woo, we're going to do this, that, and the third. Um, I think your girl at the time, like, I think she called me because like, she couldn't get in contact with you. So she was in on it. We got him out by the next morning. But yes. I went to cop. <laughs> I finished the mission. The job that I done. 
<laughs> I said Jordan. Pull up, we gonna gas. Bro. <laughs> <laughs> this nigga Lance gave me like ten. We good, bro. <laughs> I slept good that night. I slept good. I didn't sleep at all. <laughs> I, I didn't sleep. Yeah, I, we, we still on the couch though. Huh? Stop getting locked up, nigga. Shit. I want to have to go cop. Hey, bro. <laughs> I want to have to go cop. What you want me to do? That was a good one. Not enjoy the rest of my night. <laughs> so that's, that's how that happened. When you nah, told me, I was like, oh, hell no. Nah. That's definitely an all hell no nah moment. Yeah, for sure. Am, am I in the wrong? No, you're not. What should I have done? Just go home and soak? No, you, I, honestly, you did you did what you had to do. I mean, you got him out of jail. No, he did it. I, yes, I did. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he, he did. He did. He did. I, I got. Yeah. I made phone calls. I got Lance. I mean, I got Jordan involved. You know, your girl at the time. She, you know, what I'm saying, did played a big role. Yeah, huge role. Damn. Put up the bill, money. She got him out. Dang. Because I ain't had the money. <laughs> That's real. And I, I didn't even know, day, bro. I'm gonna see you Monday. Was it a Friday? Or I thought I was going to get No, we got you. A, I think we got you out. It was a Saturday. I got you out on a Sunday. Yeah. I was like, how do, I didn't know people got yeah, out on Yeah, Sunday. normally if you get arrested any time after Friday, you yeah, in there at least remember because like, you're supposed to be until Monday, bro. I was prepared was, to yeah. be there until Monday. Mm-hmm. Like, I had mentally prepared myself. All right, I'm going to be here for a minute. So when I got out, when I did, I'm like, shit. Flip your I've underwear. Bruh, you should have seen Lake on the phone when he called me about that shit. It's like, bruh. I was like, what's up, dog? What are you doing? I was like, yo, what the book? He was like, bro, Lance getting locked up. I said, what? He's like, bro, I am drunk. <laughs> it's like, oh, fuck, man. It's like, what are y'all doing? It's like, bro, I'm just letting you know. We, we got to get this nigga out, bro. We, we got to get him out. He's like, all right, we going we gonna to do this, that, and the third. He was like, all right. I'm about to pull up to the condo and smoke. <laughs> I was just like, this nigga here, bro. Here I go. <laughs> Oh, stupid. That's a good memory, man. I, I can't, I don't have no stories like that. Not that I want to have them, yeah. but it must be nice to have them. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's funny looking back. Look at that. Yeah. Funny, yeah. It's, it's a bad time. Like, you first getting locked up, it's your first time. You don't know what to expect when you get in there. Did. How did that go? No more. Man, they was going crazy in there, bro. They was going crazy. Oh, man, so I, I go in there. It's just the little holding cell. So it's a bunch of people in there. People getting extra charges while they're in there talking about, I'm going to kill everybody in here. I'm like, God damn, what did I do? <laughs> like, people in there going crazy, you know, and the cops, they just letting them talk, not really, you know, engaging know what they saying. So, um, yeah, I know. I remember somebody asked me for my food. I'm like, nah, just because I thought it had to be hard. <laughs> Get your I'm like, nah, nigga, I'm going to eat it. I didn't even eat it. I threw it away, you know, but. That's selfish as fuck, bro. It was, but I didn't buy Nah, but I mean, that's how it is. I, I don't know. I ain't never been, but from stories that you hear, you got to like let niggas know you ain't no bitch in there exactly. pretty much. Make a long story and I short. I had these skinny, skinny pants on too, man. I'm like, man, they're going to they gonna try to fuck with me, bro. You good. You in Atlanta. <laughs> that's worse. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, everybody got skinny jeans. Nah, so. I, I was ready for whatever. Yeah. I was in there, so. I don't even get speeding tickets no more, so I know I ain't going to jail in my lifetime. They got me. Even when the cops are behind me now, I'll be feeling like they're going to get me again. <laughs> Man, Man, do that. Trouble. PTSD. I got put over the other day. Drunk. I was drunk as shit, but they ain't know. It was, going, I was, it was after work. We left one spot, going to another. And my dumbass, I had the phone like this. Like, right up where they could see in my mirror that I had my phone. But they can't tell what I'm doing. I got directions on. So, man, I'm turning into the like the little pavilion where the restaurant at. 
I'm like, okay, bet I made it. Whoop, whoop. I'm like, nigga. <laughs> y'all can't pull me over five minutes ago, bro. Y'all had to wait till I reached my destination. Drunk as fuck. So I got a nigga behind me driving, <laughs> my coworker, and he, he drive past me. When he drove past, I hit him with a look. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> nigga, help me. <laughs> I put my mask on. Yeah, he can't smell my breath. Bet. But um, I got away with a warning, but yeah, man. Don't drink Shit and like drive. That, don't drink and drive. Not don't drink and drive. Boy. Don't drink and drive. Yeah. yeah. We, I'm, I'm yeah we, we could talk about that another day, too. Yeah. 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 You, could, you could be there. You could lead that conversation. Boy, boy, boy. But um, yeah, let me get a charger. You got a charger? You got a charger? I think live got enough footage. Y'all think? Dying regardless, that's his, that's his life. That's yeah, that's his life. Yeah, that's his life. Right. Yeah. Yeah. He ain't got a block. I mean, I go on. I just want a charger. I'm sorry. I don't have one, bro. Yeah, ain't nobody on anyways. Oh, for real. Nah, but anyways, um, so I think one thing that we have in mind with this podcast, as far as like the things that we talk about, is something we want pretty much anything that we talk about to kind of be relevant, no matter when you're watching. So we've been trying to like find a way to talk about some current events and things like that. Um, while Lake gets his charger. Uh, it's, it's in my room. <laughs> you can't. Nah, um, you ain't got USB on the what you call it right there? No. It's, it's all okay. All yeah. Oh, shit, whatever. Well, wait. Yeah, no, you can't use that. At last. I need the. Nah, he don't. You don't have it. I don't have that. I need. Who got the USB port on the computer? It's all USB Type C now. Yeah, they yeah. they, they changed huh? the shit, bro. It's changing, bro. I'm sorry, bro. What's your phone on? That's that's oh, what's up, bro. Oh, ten, like oh. ten. Right. Well, that's all good. Anyways, um, <laughs> but nah. So like, we want to be able to have conversations that's gonna be relevant no matter when you watch it. But we do want to like weave some current events in there, and one of the most uh, talked about current events going on right now is uh the boy Kirk Franklin. That, so apparently, plies, baby. Yeah, plies. I mean, he was plies last night when the video dropped. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, y'all saw plies tweeted. Yeah, yeah, he was like, hey, that, that was my brother. That was me. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, damn, man. Yeah. So apparently, him and his brother—not his brother, his son. He has a 33-year-old yeah. son, and they've had, uh, I guess, what you would call a toxic father-son relationship for a long time now. And um, family shit. I think they. They had a conversation and actually had a therapist on the phone with them during the conversation. And I guess they weren't getting where they were trying to go with that. Um, and I'm not sure what the son said, but he apparently said something that sent Kirk Franklin through the roof. Call him a bitch ass nigga. All type of shit. Just cuss that man clean out. And all while his son is recording the conversation and releases it out to the world. Twelve. Right, the feds. The feds. But nah, he do that, and obviously it's a talking point. You know, you'll see people be like, "You're not supposed to curse your own kids out like that." And then you'll see people on the other side of the fence, like, "If you're a 33 year old and you recording conversations privately and putting them out publicly, sound like Kirk Franklin called them the right thing." Mm -hmm. So, um, just based on that, like, what's what's y'all feedback on that? What y'all think? I, I mean, can picture Kirk Franklin saying, John 15.5, I'm divine, I'm gonna whoop your ass with some branches. <laughs> 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 
That nigga, I mean, shit, bro, like, it's supposed to stay in the family. I feel like every yeah. family has that type of relationship um, where it's going to be some drama. It's going to be some issues. And for a 33-year-old grown-ass man to air out his father like that, Right, and while he was airing him out, he's like, "You gonna talk to your your child like that, nigga? You not a child, you a grown ass man, bro." And what you said you some mean? shit that made him react like that, but you didn't want to put that part out yeah, or the therapist part. Yeah, I'm saying, bro. So like, niggas always trying to play the victim. Mm-hmm. Um, yes, Kirk Franklin could have handled that differently, but I agree. I no, I don't knock him for what he did, man. What tripped me out is like, I guess the reason why he made an apology was because of his. Uh, position in the community like as a well-respected like gospel artist but if that was any other black man and his son you know what i'm saying that's like that's like picnic talk or, or cookout talk you know what i'm saying like that don't need to be i feel the same way anybody like, that has any type of standing in the community would have had to have apologized just to keep their standing in the community yeah that, like he not apologize apologizing to his son he apologized right. to everybody else he apologized for what he said what <laughs> he meant he got caught saying right. it or mad that he got aired out but I don't know the way. When I when I first saw the story and it said his child, I was like, "Damn, that's messed up." I thought he was like a kid or something. Mm-hmm. But when I found out he was thirty three years old, I was like, "Man, this, I was talking to Fantasia about it uh, before I left." I was like, "Man, that's grown man business. I ain't got yeah. nothing to do with me." Disrespectful. That's like old. Jordan. You thirty three, right? That's, that's like looking at Jordan and Jordan airing out dad's business. Like, Jordan was like, "Man, you a bitch ass nigga." Bro. Listen to my dad call me a B. I would be like, "Well, you, yeah, you're right." <laughs> hey, y'all know me better. You acting like and he was telling his dad, "Shut the fuck up." Like and all that in the middle of all that too. So, man, yeah, you know, like said, just playing the victim. You know what I'm saying? That's that bitch assness uh, P Diddy was talking about back in the hey, day. Back in the day. Right. For the sake of the other side of the argument, though, there is no. Other a, side. a lot of people know. You know, I like to be the contrarian in a lot of situations. Yes, so. you do. It would really be Austin, but. It really does be me. I got the contrary views too, but I was yeah, just yo, no, well, yeah, actually, let me take that back. Austin is definitely the contrarian. You could be up, but I do, you know, from arguing perspectives and stuff like that, you know. I don't contrarian. Know, yeah. That's a damn. That's that's word of the day. That's not that big of a word, it's, it's, bro. You know, it just got a lot of syllables, bro. <laughs> contrarian. Jordan. Trying, All right, back to your story. Yeah, you, so um, <laughs> they're trying to play you, dog. No, I'm chill, I'm chilling. All right, anyway, so the, um, what Nerdy I was gonna say ass. was <laughs> Jimmy Neutron. <laughs> <laughs> We don't really know what their history has been over the years. You know what I'm saying? So we don't know, even when he was a kid, what their relationship was like, how Kirk Franklin was treating him. Was he abusive verbally, physically, or otherwise? Um, you know what I'm saying? Just like little things like that. You know, how involved was he in you know his upbringing? You know, there's a lot of shit. So it could be a completely compound situation that just kind of came to a head in that particular instance. There's it no doubt be. about it. There's no doubt it about that. It definitely could be, but, how, but we still don't air that out. It, and that, but even still, with that being said, and you, you know, just take that situation for what it is, just think of it like this. If any of us had was having that type of conversation with dad and he was coming at us and we stood up and said, I dare you. I dare you, nigga, do something. Nigga. Well, first of I would all, never everybody's, say that. everybody's dad not from South Central, bro. <laughs> but I mean, <laughs> yeah. we get choked. I'm just saying. I already got no They know all about that. Twice. Nice. Shit, you. My whole childhood. <laughs> my whole, my shirts are here. They stay wrinkled. Drew still got oh, wrinkled. That's wrinkled. <laughs> 
God, these niggas choked the fuck. Let's move on. Yeah. But anyway, like you know, we know better to play like that with our pops. But you know what I'm saying, and that just goes to show. You know what I'm saying, the type of respect you should have. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. I'm not gonna say that Kirk Franklin was completely in the right, but ain't nobody just coming at their child like that. He had to say something. And for you to want to selectively only put out what you wanted to put out to control your narrative is kind of, yeah. you know, he yeah. called you a bitch ass nigga and that's some bitch ass nigga shit to me. Straight up. Facts. That, that shit real familiar. I mean, and it's like, go ahead, Austin. No, 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 no. No, but, um, so like, it's a difference also between like, you know, cussing while you talking and then cussing your son out. Like, mm-hmm. I, I know like we obviously have conversations with our parents. Mm-hmm. They'll get mad at us and they'll curse. But they ain't never like said like, "Oh, you a bitch ass nigga," or yeah, like, "Fuck ass. you," or "You ain't like." They ain't never said nothing like that to us. Obviously, never. you know, like we would get cursed that if we did something, you know, that we shouldn't have did. I mean, that's just you know, ninety yeah. percent of our community can say the same. That's that's just what it was. But I mean, they ain't never like cursed us out or called us out our name like, "Yo, he a bitch," or they ain't never did nothing like that to any one of us. So I what, guess what he called his son, you bitch ass, you bitch nigga. ass nigga, <laughs> <laughs> you skinny ass nigga. <laughs> so I guess like, my yo, yeah, Kurt, bro. He what's went that in. Pro- the new, the, what's that project called? His uh, his album. Oh, I didn't see it. I don't know. Hey, I'm gonna still be listening to I mean, Melody from Heaven. He had to say what he yeah, said right. for a reason. Hey, Kirk, he Kirk Franklin is not getting canceled over that. Period. No, no, no. But no. my question to y'all is so being that our experience, like we may have been cussed at, but we ain't never been cursed out. Like mm-hmm. as far as like, you know, parenthood and parenting and things like that. What do y'all think about like that? Cause just it's a lot of people on Twitter talking about, oh, that's regular. I, I've been cursed out like that before by my parents and things like that. Like, is that something that sh- that should be normalized? No. That is that okay? I think it's should unhealthy. we approach that differently? Super unhealthy. Um, something that us as black people had to deal with growing up um, because of our environment. I think, you know, our parents care so much and want us to steer clear of trouble and, and, and just, you know, outside persuasion or whatever you want to call it. Um, they're a little harder on their kids. So that might take form of getting cursed out at um, being called a certain word, which is also unhealthy too. Um, but it's not an excuse at the same time. So as a new generation for us to move forward, we got to sort of change the norm, change the way we talk to our kids. Um, I think Austin can speak on that. Yeah, I was just going to say, I think that it has a lot to do with, uh, like, generational trauma. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you go back five, six generations, how are we, like, treated? You know what I'm saying? I mean, yeah, think about slavery. Honestly, like, it's, I'm going to whip you, I'm going to yell at you, I'm going to degrade you to get you to do what you need, what I need you to do because I'm in charge. And oftentimes in that black family, uh, we do have that. I'm in charge dynamic where the parents like, you know, it's the, because I said so type stuff. Um, so a lot of that generational, I think we're, you know, getting out of that as we, um, as the years go on. But, um, obviously that's, it's toxic. It's just, it's just yeah. toxic is what it is. I don't mind the, because I said so answer though. Yeah. Cause, mm-hmm. Cause you know that, yes, that, you know, puts power down, but at the same time, um, it encourages the children not to, I guess, talk back. Right. To, you could question things, but, not in a disrespectful manner, right? Yeah, it's all about like how you do it. And I have to check myself sometimes because I'll ask my kids to do something, especially like like Cadence, for example. Like she's just mm-hmm. she just gets it. 
Um, so I'll ask her to do something, and she'll be like, why? And my knee jerk is like, because I said so. That's what I want to say. Mm-hmm. But 10 times out of 10, when I slow down and actually explain to her why I want her to do something, it's a better turnout than me just saying, because I said so. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because they have the capacity to understand. It's just about us being patient and giving them opportunity to do so. Okay. That why, you have to listen closely to that why. Is it, uh, why do I have to, or well, why Why do you want me to? Right. Me. I mean, it's it's just, it's delicate, man, because you don't want to, I mean, we see that, you know what I'm saying, with our family, any family in general, man, you got that, you're going to have some situations in your family, and this whole Kirk Franklin thing is going to look very familiar to a lot of people, including us, um, so I think a lot of that, that trauma and that, that toxic, toxicity that builds up in a relationship, it starts early, like very early, so whatever's going on between Kirk and old boy, um, like obviously this was years in the making. And it could it could be like based on like how you parent your kids and how you talk yeah. to your kids. Um, and I think my bad. I think a lot of parents like go into it like with the mindset that it's tough love. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's a thin line between like tough love and then going overboard. Absolutely. And I mean, obviously, this is kind of separate from the Kurt Franklin situation. But like, um, if you're like trying to give your kids tough love, something especially like when you're raising boys, like you want to be able to. You're not trying to raise no punks. Like you want to make sure that you know they stand on their own too, that they strong, that they have a backbone and all that. So um, involved with raising boys, you gotta like tough love. So if you see a boy, um, I don't know, complaining about something or whining about something he shouldn't whine about, like nah, what you doing? Like nah, poke your chest out. Mm-hmm. Like we not doing that. Like yeah. be strong. Like versus. You a bitch, nigga. Don't. Why you acting like a little bitch, man? Do so, like that. I'm gonna like, shrink up, man. I don't. I don't think. I don't think that's an effective form of parenting. Like Not at all. to go at your child like that. That's traumatizing for the child. And that's yeah, something right. that children don't forget. Yeah. Like yeah. even even when fast. you're even when you're 33, man. Yeah. Like I hate to say, like even when you're older, man. Your parents, no matter how old, or your parents will always have a level of influence on you. Yeah. And if you and it. If my dad called me a bitch, I'm going to think I'm a bitch. You know what I'm saying? If dad <laughs> said, Austin, you, you being a bitch, I'm going to go home and really think about that. I mean, but I'm this like, time's like, you, you, nah, <laughs> if it's in a joking term, I don't take it seriously. Not like, in a joking like, way, but if, we're like, if we really going back and forth and he's like, you know what I'm saying? And he said that, I'm, I'm going to be insecure immediately. I'm like, yeah. Damn. I, 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 I can't, I can't say that. I'm not gonna be insecure. I definitely think, but I'm gonna stand. I'm, I'm definitely standing up for myself in that situation. Absolutely. So, like, I'm not saying yeah, you ain't gonna stand up for yourself, but don't worry. They and we're not gonna record it and put it out. I mean, definitely, yeah, we, we definitely, definitely ain't doing nothing. nothing like but don't worry, we'll cut. Like, there are some things that mom and dad have said to us as children. Like, our, first of all, our parents were not abusive. Like, I, like you said, we ain't never been had no situation. Yeah, they ain't like never that. like cursed us out. Like, yeah, but there are some things. Like, for example, like I will always, for the rest of my life, remember the night you was tripping my Taco Bell. I will never. Forget and you got that put. Night. I, I'll just never that image of you being put on the wall and Boy, yelled at. I got my ass. You got <laughs> jacked up, rightfully yeah. so. Put on the wall so many times, <laughs> bro. That's what I'm saying. I got. Do you remember that? Yeah. See, like, like stuff like that. <laughs> yeah, though, like, you're gonna remember that yeah, for the rest yeah. of your life. I was going, I was going stupid about yeah, that. Though. I, crazy, I was tripping. Though. Yeah. So they they got me together. And on a subconscious level, Ooh, stuff like bro. that, it, don't, it resonates, man. And this shows bro, up I in different areas. That night. <laughs> yeah, we was all praying on the couch. <laughs> please, don't please don't kill my brother. <laughs> yeah. But um, uh, but to that point though, I mean, like some, it it takes some more tough love on some than others. And I was an example because, like, you know, how you just brought up how Cadence, you know, if you ask her to do something and she'll say why, 
That was me. Mm-hmm. Except, I mean, they were saying I said so. Mm-hmm. And I, a lot of times I said so wasn't good enough for me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I'll turn around and say something else. But, I mean, to that token as well, though, like, you, you want to make sure your kids respect you. And you want to make sure that, um, like, the communication is, you know, where it needs to be. But at the same time, it's like, sometimes they do need to do what you said to do because mm-hmm. you said mm-hmm. so. Mm-hmm. And they need to understand that. And they need to do what, you know honor thy mother and thy father you can mm-hmm. go to that mm-hmm. like if if they ask you to do something and you just do it and you don't you know complain that's why i know i probably got a lot of karma coming my way mm-hmm. i can't wait melody and you know whoever else i may have just on that going but i mean at the same time like i said you just gotta have that balance yeah. with it like as far as like giving them tough love and you know things along that line i think that respect is earned when you like i've noticed with my kids like the more i explain myself the less I have to say because I said so. So, right. like, if I explain myself sufficiently all week and then it's the end of the week and I ask you to do something, like, you're not going to give me any pushback. You're going to do it. I'm saying because I explain myself. Right. This, But this is me now eight years into parenting. If you would have talked to me, if we would have a conversation two years into parenting while Camden was, uh, you know what I'm saying, his little two, two-year-old phase, completely different parent. I was a completely different person. I mean, I'm still phase. like less than a year in. Obviously, I ain't had to get into like the discipline nothing like that cuz Melody, she not she's about to be a year old, but she's not a year old yet. So, um even me now like part of me like even like hearing you explain that stuff is like, but you still want to make sure like you set a line that you shouldn't have to explain yourself to your kids. Man, so, but that's the thing like why not though? You know what I'm saying? Why do you not have to explain yourself to your kids? You're you're teaching them discipline, right? What kind of right? discipline that because if you don't, then it's gonna be to a certain point where everything you ask them to do is gonna come with a, a, a rebuttal. Why? Why do I have to do this? Why do I? If you ask them something new, if right? you ask them something, but why? Why do you? Why would you not want your kid to understand why you're asking them to do something? That's not. We're not saying we don't. It's it's not a matter of them trying to understand what it is that we want them to do. It's just a matter of learning discipline. Mm-hmm. learning obedience first right mm-hmm. and, and it comes with it but for now you know i think obedience and discipline is more important than actual learning why we want you to do a certain thing i would argue right? about that it, actually. Com- it comes Be- back to parents knowing best and right? uh, ultimately the way we came up like i could say they did like because i said so it worked for me right. because if if it would have been i guess maybe they said why and then you know, obviously, you explain yourself in certain situations. Like, for instance, they'll say, Drew, wash the dishes tonight. And I'll be like, why? It's like, well, Jordan washed the dishes the night before, mm-hmm. like, before that, da 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 So it's your turn. Wash the dishes. So something like that, I mean, obviously, that's understandable. But it shouldn't get to a point where you have to keep explaining yourself mm-hmm. to have your kids do what you ask them to do. Yeah. Especially, like, obviously. And obviously, like, you know, when it comes to parents, the uh, the common phrases, obviously, that we grew up on. It's like, why? Because I said so. Uh, do the lights turn on when you flip the switch? Mm-hmm. You have a roof over your head. You got clothes on your back. You got food on the table. You got water to drink. Mm-hmm. Like, Just do what I say. Like, that's cliche, but, I mean, it's true. I mean, it's cliche, but kids didn't ask you to, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Bring it, I didn't ask you to pay my light bill. No, they, they don't understand it, though. I know, but they, they, will, don't, never, they, they don't will never understand But as you get, as older, you get older and you look at it, like, I could look back and appreciate it because now I know what it takes to do those things. You would have looked back and appreciated it whether they said that to you or not. That's debatable. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. I mean, I just, this is all just based on my experience because I've been, I've 
earlier in my parenting experience, I was the like do it because I said so, don't talk bad, da 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 da. And I didn't get I mean obviously like it worked for us. When I say it works for us, I think that we generally would have been good one way or the other. You know what I'm saying? Like we had present, active parents in our lives who did what they were supposed to do. They didn't have to come down on us with a hammer every time. Um, but in my experience, um, treating them like I would, like I talk to them the same way I talk to y'all. And even when they get emotional, like Cadence has a smart mouth. And she says the most, like, Two days ago, Fantasia, yesterday, Fantasia was like, um, Cadence, there's something in your hair. What's wrong with your hair? And she's, she's like, what's wrong with your hair? <laughs> <laughs> so I snatched her up, and I put her in a room for that. But, like, three years ago, I would have been like, you don't, you, don't, you don't talk to your parents like that. You need to be respectful. Da-da-da-da. But now it's just like, Cadence, like, you can't talk like that. Like, that's just disrespectful. Like, go apologize. All right, I'm not mad at you. Here's the only reason why I would say, like, because you know me. I'm You're chill. Not even that. I'm just talking about as far as, you know what I'm saying, going from a because I said so type of going from a because I said so type of parenting to a, okay, I'm going to explain myself type. You know what I'm saying? Like most children, they learn a lot of their social cues first in the home. Mm-hmm. So a lot of, you know, how they interact with, you know, friends and other people outside of the home is going to stem from what you learn there. Mm-hmm. So it isn't always just about, okay, you know, how is it that they, will they respond to me as a parent, but also how will they respond to other authoritative figures outside of the home, your teachers, your law enforcers, you know, things like that. Because, you know, when they come at them with a question or with a directive, they don't, they're not in the position to sit there, oh, well, why do I have to do that? If you don't give me an explanation, whatever the case may be, that's not always the case. But they're going to first learn that nine times out of ten in the home. That goes so back it, to what I was saying. Like, you know, they give a certain, uh, certain answer just to protect us from you know, outside influences. And shit, like if you know they're conditioned to argue back or ask questions, uh, why? Like Jordan just said, once you get out in the, in the real world, you know it's not a cakewalk for people like us. Mm-hmm. We, we have to, we have to low key walk on eggshells and do what we're told to to almost be alive. I think that that's true. Going back to like a couple of decades ago, when we really had to like be out here walking timid and like yes sir, no sir, like all that. But I don't want to. I'm not raising my kids. To blindly uh, follow authority, I don't care. So who they it get is. pulled over. I mean, you got to know your rights. Like you got obviously, you got to know how to interact. It's, but it's the same world, though, bro. How many like, times? We, how many times have you been pulled over in your life? I can't count. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's speak for myself. I've been pulled over maybe like five or six times. You know what I'm saying? That's it. Yeah, that's crazy. Um, One year. <laughs> <laughs> okay, no, actually, I probably might have got pulled over for more yeah. than that, just because of speeding tickets. Um, but. My interaction with police is not like I'm not thinking to myself, like just do what I'm told. Like obviously I'm respectful, you know what I'm saying? I'm doing what I gotta do to survive. Yeah, but I don't know, man. Like I just feel like I don't want anybody to be able to say, Well, do this because I'm older than you, or do this because I have this authority over you. I got an example, man. We got pulled over one time, uh, one of the many times, and uh it was with a few homies. I wasn't driving, my uh, homie Leon was driving. And another homie in the back seat. We get pulled over. We all like, all right, everybody, just you know, be calm. Four black dudes deep in the car. Don't do no stupid shit. So as soon as the cop come up, like, he couldn't even say nothing. The dude in the back seat, like, what do we do this time, man? What's up, man? What do we do? And I'm like, bro, like, shut the fuck up, bro. I'm not trying to get shot with you. Like, I understand. I'm with you. We ain't do shit. Like, because we didn't do anything. Mm-hmm. Right? We was driving, and they almost hit us trying to make a turn. 
and we sort of swerved, but and then they wanted to say our tail light was out. But that's that another to me story. Too. That's another story. But like we're with you. We didn't do anything. We're on the same page. But shut the fuck up so we can live through this, bro. Mm-hmm. They trigger happy out here, especially when we when you black. Yeah. So like it's it's yes, know your rights. Yes, I guess defend yourself. But at the same time, like our parents, we trying to say, man, just survive the day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I mean, so you can fight another day. It's all. It's really just all about like being able to read the situation. That's really what it is. So, but I mean, so it's like you know, while I like I said, I do agree. You know, it's good to have your child understanding why you know you're giving them certain directives, but they also need to understand why you don't need to know all this shit. Right. Like sometimes <clears throat> me, me telling you to do something is all the all the reason you need. There shouldn't have to be a back and forth about every little thing. Now, of course, you know, when certain situations arise or certain questions come up, of course, you deserve an explanation. I can give you those. But also understand that you deserve to listen to what I'm telling you as your parent when I tell you to do something or whatever. Like, that respect should also be there at the same time. So, you you know what I'm saying? Maybe it's more so teaching a balance. You know what I'm saying? Being able to sometimes, you know, go with the because I said so route while at the same time being able to in certain situations use the explanation route as well just to kind of give your child you know a better idea of what it will be like in the real world because right. see, I wouldn't want my child blindly following authority either for no there reason there shouldn't be so no why when telling your kid go clean up your room go put your shoes on let's get ready to go come on get your jacket why? I mean but like there's no, there's no explanation bro go get it come on like simple stuff like that like absolutely yeah like, you shouldn't have to but I mean if you got like if you really want to know why, like, why are you asking me to clean my room? Like, I will, like, I will tell you. I said, because it's a mess and it's your responsibility to keep your thing. Like, I will sit down and I'll actually explain to you why it's important for you to keep your room clean. Mm-hmm. It's important to have a clean space. It's important, you know what I'm saying, to do all those things versus saying, just because I said so. Sometimes kids can't really, yes, they, they're very smart and can comprehend, but to a deeper point, like, later in life, as you get older, bro, you learn more and more um, about what your parents did and why. Exactly. Without needing an explanation mm-hmm. at right. that exact point. It just comes with the Man. growth. And what I was going to say, um, remember the uh, the skillful rhyme I did when I was like eight? <laughs> <laughs> so I was writing. I was over here trying to rap like Lance. Back in the day when I was eight, I wanted to be a rapper for like a period of time when I was real little. And um, I was just writing stupid shit. I ain't going to say everything I said in the rhyme. I remember it, but... And I was making up a word, and I said, <laughs> I said the word. I made up a word, "cunk," to rhyme with "punk" or something like that. Mm-hmm. And I wrote it, and my mom saw it, and she was like, "Don't, don't be using that word, cunk." And I'm like, "Why? Like, I don't like. What's wrong with that word, cunk like, or cunt? Cunk. There you go, cunk. Right. So she's like, "Well, you'll find out when you get older." Mm-hmm. So I remember that conversation, even as like an eight year old, like. You'll figure out when you get older. I can't tell you that right now. Not You'll right. find out later. And I remember like the moment I heard somebody use that word and I found out yep. what it was. I was like, oh. Right at that moment. That's what mom was talking right. about. Mm-hmm. You got to leave like the little cliffhanger for them, bro. I feel that. I, I feel that. I really do, man. Like in situations like that, like that happens. That happens all the time. But I just, I just tell them. I, I just, I tell you straight up. Like that's yeah. what it sounds like. But I think like even like it could even go to something like you know having having babies like I remember my mom said I was, I don't remember this but she said I was the first one to ask her I think she was pregnant with y'all and I said where them babies come from anyway and she panicked and called dad and never like gave me an answer and it's like 
it's not really. Is it? Do you think it's appropriate to tell a five year old how yes, babies yeah, come I about? I think that's so, an appropriate way to explain it. We we have to we have to as parents, especially you know, we had we we know what it's like to be kids. We know what it's like to come up from a very young age up to the point that we are now. So at a certain point, I believe that we need to instill in our kids to trust our experience in life. For sure. So. With that comes, like, if I tell you to do something, if I'm giving you advice here or there, um, then don't, like, don't be questioning me. Because you, you, you'll find out as you get older. Even going back to, um, we had an uncle. He passed in 92. I don't remember, like, I don't remember anything about him. I was, like, two, three years old when he passed. and But I remember when I was a kid asking my pops, yo, why, what happened to Carlin? How did he die? And he used to always tell us he was drinking too soda. much soda. He drank too much soda. And in reality, he was he he used drugs and mm-hmm. the drugs tore him up. Like that's that's what happened. Right. But it's not appropriate to tell a kid that. So it's kind of a balance. Like, yeah, some things that you you'll need to explain to a child. More specifically in times like when it's not things of discipline and you ask them to do something. Like if they just come to you with a question, that's the time to like explain stuff to them. And there's times when you ask them to do something and they say why. Then yeah, those are times to explain too. But it's still a fine line and like making sure that your children like trust your experience in life. That's a nice way to put it, at least. It's, I mean, it's a it's a Rubik's cube. Parenting is, I mean, because you you can't take one person's parenting, right. um, you know, mm-hmm. approach, and then just say it's gonna completely work for you. Um, but you, I mean, yeah, it, you can't. I don't. There have been some times where they, my kids have asked me questions, and I'm like, uh, can I talk to you about that later? Because <laughs> I can't really give you the truth right now. Right. Um, but on at the same token, man, like I don't think that exposing kids to things is a gateway to their abuse of it. Like, for example, like exposing them to drugs, talking to them about like alcohol, talking to them about guns. Like, if I you, agree. If there's a time for all that. There's a time for it, absolutely. But when you, if you responsibly approach these conversations, man, I think kids are a lot more capable of, of understanding and discerning things um, than we give them. Even like bad music. Like, man, I, honestly, like I let my kids listen to music with cuss words. I don't have a problem with it personally. I, I prefer that they do sometimes, actually, especially like I let them listen to Lansing music. You know, you be dropping, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> a couple of bombs. Um, and when they first started listening to it, it was always like, <gasps> ooh, ooh. <laughs> so, Uncle Lansing, bad word. Um, but now I've gotten them to the point where it's just like, okay, I understand that that's a bad word. My parents told me that I can't say it, but I know what it means when other people say it. Like, I don't want y'all out here looking like sheltered yeah you know what i'm saying like i want i want to reasonably expose you and give you a chance to respond to it under my supervision versus you being wherever you're exposed to it because then what that leads to is once you once you sheltered once you do get that freedom you're going crazy absolutely and that goes down to everything bro even like with the whole where do kids come from like i'm I'm gonna tell you i'm gonna tell you the most responsible way that you know but i'm i'm not gonna let somebody else explain it to you i'm gonna tell melody that god put them there <laughs> it's the truth. I mean, it's like growing up, dad used to let us sip beer. We used to sip on some on beer when we when we was younger. We didn't like it. Yeah, not, I didn't like not that ritually. shit. 
Yeah, on occasion, like one or two. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, a couple times, bro. Once, <laughs> 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 mom, dad went out here just giving us beer, bro. We promise. Yeah, <laughs> have a whole damn bottle. I'm just saying, uh, like just a few occasions. But that like, was his way. That was his way to us. Like, you don't want none of this because my nasty. taste of it is like, yo, this shit nasty, bro. I don't exactly. want this. But that's uh, that's exactly it, though. That's that's my approach to parenting, it's, and it's crazy because I did the exact same thing. What you love that? Always like, you know. <laughs> I did the exact same thing uh, a week ago. I had some beer and I gave it to uh, Cadence. I was like, I said, Do you want this? She took the cup and she smelled it. And she was like, like, It just doesn't smell good. I don't want it. And I always want her to remember, like, I tell her, I said, It's cool. Like, I actually don't mind if you taste it. I want you to taste it. I want you to see what it tastes like. And I'm going to do that with all my kids because I just want, I want to be the person that exposes you or teaches you about all these things that you're yeah. going to learn about anyway, especially in the internet age. Like, yeah, I mean, it's a way, it's just a way to do it. Like, you don't want to, you don't want to do it to the point where they go crazy with it or like they just, they go wild because like it's too much information for their maturity level. Yeah. So, I mean, it's, it's a way to do it. But I mean, with that, I mean, I agree with that aspect of it too. But I mean, I just, it's just it's just a way to go about it. It's a balance mm-hmm. in pretty much everything you do. So, facts. Yeah, that's real. So I mean, that's that's parenting in a nutshell. So when it comes to I guess Kirk Franklin cussing out his kid, do your thing, bro. I mean, I wasn't even mad at him. I wasn't mad at him personally. I, don't, I, I yeah, I don't. Obviously, not I'm not saying it was okay, him. but. It's I mean, not like one I black said, family out there mad at Kirk Franklin. We're all no. Nah, it's it's some super war. People, it's it's some. Um, we ain't we wasn't cussed out like that. Like called out our name and like that. We but obviously, like either. Bro. Yeah, he he wasn't thirty three. No, that's a grown ass. Scotty Pippen, grown ass man, bro. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> Could you imagine doing that, Lance? Huh? At thirty three years old. Can I imagine what? Someone cuss- calling me a bitch uh-huh. ass nigga? My dad? Mm-hmm. No, I can't imagine. <laughs> <laughs> I can't imagine myself but I think doing it, you know, anything Kirk that calls Franklin for that. Call him a bitch ass nigga. He's known him for 33 years. He must be a bitch ass <laughs> 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 Come on. Like, he ain't just pulling that out of thin air now. Like he said that like him and, and their son been going through drama their whole they yes. have a toxic man. Remember, they we had a therapist on the phone with them, but he didn't put that part out. Man, he also didn't put what was the source of the, or the, the start of the conversation. What happened? What he, he a bit? I'm sorry, I ain't gonna say. He, yeah, he a bitch ass. He a bitch ass. But we know it's so hard to like. I'm one. I'll be tip tiptoeing right now. Um, but we've we've seen that characteristic where somebody will hold on to they'll First push hand. you. No, they'll push you to a point where you have no mm-hmm. choice but to respond that way and then they record it and hold it against you. Like we've seen that jump. Yeah, like I can't say that like that love to like yeah, my father like to like throw stones, throw stones, or something. Yeah. 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 They hide their hands behind yeah. their back. Like, That's nah, exactly because they no telling yeah. what he said to like, Kirk nah, while bro. they was while he wasn't recording. Right. That's some narcissistic that ass shit, bro. And that's the and that's the point. So when Kirk Franklin comes out here and he says I have had a toxic relationship with my son for so many years, like I get it, bro. And he must have pushed you to that point. And you're a big person for continuing to fool with him after 33 years of of toxic relationship. I mean, bro. like when he was born. It was... <laughs> It probably wasn't 33 years. I mean, okay, not 33 years. But I mean, how at whatever point it went toxic, like you cool for, you hired a family therapist, you obviously went out of your way to mend the relationship. Um, but you know what I'm saying? Some joints just ain't meant to. You got to love some people from afar. Straight up. There's enough wrong to pass around to both parties as far as I'm concerned. Yeah. Uh, I know Kirk Frank wasn't wrong as far as this situation goes. As far as, like, I don't think people should condemn him for what was recorded and put out and, and you know, being able to be consumed by us. But, 
You know what I'm saying? Like, could he have handled it better? Yes. Did he have to go out there and just blatantly cuss his own son out? No. Did, you know what I'm saying? But at the same time. His son was hurt. I mean, as a Christian, he, he fell short. Like all the rest of us do. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? But like so, I said, I, I, I'm not mad at the reaction. I'm sure it was justified one way or another. Until it comes out that it wasn't justified, we then we can say, you know, we can talk about that. We can't day, hold but. people... Being human, we can't bro. hold public figures to the standard of perfection. Like they human too. At the end of the day, like um, including uh, your Christian influencers like Kirk Franklin, like everybody, right. like any, I'm, all them pastors got history. Like ain't nobody who walked this earth ain't walking sin free heard. but Jesus. That's why I don't want to be a celebrity, man. They gonna catch me doing something. <laughs> I'm gonna fuck up somehow, somewhere. Yeah, I said what I said. <laughs> I mean, it is, it is what it is, me. man. <laughs> they gonna cancel me. Cancel culture. That's a whole nother podcast. Cancel culture. It really culture. is, man. Mm-hmm. For real. Man, that shit toxic too. But um, how far are we in? Max? About two hours, man. I'm about to try something. Don't nah. Never mind. I don't even want you. <laughs> anyway, so. What time was I don't know what time it was when we started. We started at eight thirty. Nah, it was past, it was past nine. It was past nine. Yeah. Okay. Well, eight thirty. You sure? We started at eight thirty. I looked at my watch. Man, I'm about to. Yeah. All right, we started at eight thirty. You good, Lance? You good? You good? You good? Too late. Just subtract ten minutes from like your time. We had an hour. We had an hour. Hour and six minutes. Subtract like five minutes from him. He was recording. Yeah, we still straight. Yeah, yeah we still straight. After nine. All right, well, for shit. We still straight. Hmm. I had another topic I want to get to, but you know what? Let's do this. We, we can, are, we, yeah, we could, yeah, we could, we could, we can hit it, yeah. and then right, if it, if the topic elaborates, then we gonna part two this joint. Yeah. And if we don't, I'm gonna edit this part out. Easy. <laughs> <laughs> but nah, uh, so the the COVID relief bill just uh, hit. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> the, the, the COVID, the COVID relief is it's not quite reparations, like, but you know, <laughs> no, right? <laughs> it's not quite reparations. Fuck a stimmy, my Billy. You had to bring that back. Ain't a Billy, my Billy. It's uh, I'll take it. What is this? No, they can so. The breakdown of the bill, I was actually watching um, AOC, I think it's Alexandria Ocasio-Ortiz. Cortez. Cortez, my bad. Or, damn, I, I specifically went to say her name, like, yo, I'm not going to fuck up her name. A-O-O. 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 So, Cortez, Cortez, my bad, my bad, my bad, Cortez. You good. So, it was a video circulating on Instagram today with her, like, breaking down, like, what's all in the bill. So... Um, anybody who makes seventy five thousand or less as an adult or one hundred fifty k as a married couple, um, they get fourteen hundred dollars checks. If it's a married couple, you get twenty eight hundred. Um, anybody who made over eighty thousand, they don't get one. Um, they wanted to do more. I think they wanted to get up to two thousand, but I think what they did was what they fought for since they couldn't get that was anybody who's been on unemployment during this time. Mm-hmm. Um, the first. $10,200 in unemployment that they got, that's going to be tax-free. Um, people who have kids, um, it's, gonna be, it's not just one lump sum check. You're going to get recurrent checks for each child that you have throughout the year, mm-hmm. depending on... Yeah. Starting in July. Starting in, yeah, three months from now. So... Lucky ass nigga. I should have cuffed up that. Hey, man. <laughs> it's iron, bro. 
It's actually that's that's just uh, it's an earned income tax credit. Um, they boosted it from this year um, or from previous years, and so half of the tax credit that you would typically file on your tax return, they're taking it and cutting it in half and distributing those payments out in advance. And okay. then the other half of the tax credit you file on your taxes Makes uh, sense. for the 2021 tax year. Yeah. So, but anybody who's over the age of six, um, it's three thousand for that child in recurrent payments throughout the year. Any child under six years old is thirty six hundred dollars uh, recurring per child throughout the year. Uh, I'm not sure what the if it's bi monthly or monthly. They didn't specify. It just they just said recurring, mm-hmm. so I'm not sure. But it's from up until the point they start paying it out to the end of the year. You just got another job. That's been his job. Full time. He's been a father. I'm just now getting compensated for it. Matter of fact, y'all made a lot more money. <laughs> but um, not just one time. Yeah, I know fall. that, man. Y'all. Yeah, you know, man, damn that's good for y'all, man. I, I mean, I mean, but I mean, it, it's nah, to do the cost balance out. <laughs> That's a whole nother topic for a whole nother day. You spend a lot of money on your kids. Man, so, yeah. I could tell I, you. I be seeing, like, on Twitter, people be like, see, y'all should have had kids. Y'all be getting a stimmy. He's like, y'all think this this $3,600 worth having a whole kid? Exactly, no. bro. I mean, obviously, mm-hmm. having the kids is, you know, it's a blessing, and we love the kids that we have. But for mm-hmm. people who don't want kids, that ain't worth it to them. No, nah, don't obviously. have a kid for a stimmy. Right. Um also, another um, thing in this bill that I think is dope, uh, aside from the fact that it's three hundred dollars per week for anybody who's unemployed uh, through September, uh, what was Wait, that's what? on top of the unemployment. Yes. Right? Mm-hmm. So that's the unemployment was about to get not unemployment was about to get cut off like this week. So three hundred thousand. Yeah, this week three hundred. Oh, you said three thousand. Yeah. I was about to be like no, 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 three hundred. Three hundred. I quit. <laughs> <laughs> get out of here. But nah, um, so 300 per week through then. Um, people who've lost a loved one uh, due to COVID, if they have funeral expenses, they get reimbursed up to 7000 I think that's dope. That's fine. Um, to help those families out who dealt with so much. Um, COBRA premiums, that's some insurance things. Um, those are paid for 100% all the way up through September. Damn. Um, so the ACA? Yeah, I think that's too. Wow. Yeah. So, Marketplace premiums are covered. That's fine. Okay, cool. Through six September. Okay, that's mm-hmm. fine. Wow. That's fine. Well, I actually yeah. didn't know that already. But um, and then also, like, I think the way she broke this down, like, so states who, if they're not able to reopen schools or if, you know, the fire department, um, anything like statewide jobs um, that aren't able to do what they need to do due to financial issues, they're getting money to, like, fund stuff like that. So people who work for the state don't get laid off. Um, I'm not sure what the number was on that, but um, they're supplementing that income to help the states maintain, essentially. Um, They're putting in money to help schools reopen safely. Um, They're giving, I think, the restaurant industry things. I think the movie industry and all that's included. But, like, businesses that, like, heavily suffer due to to the COVID pandemic, um, they're giving $28 billion in grants to those industries, those businesses, um, just because of this money for us, <laughs> what you mean? Taxes, fool. Yeah, yeah taxes. Cool, this bill wouldn't have passed if we didn't elect Osama. Straight up, it would Straight not. Up. It I would think not have happened, bro. I think it. It wouldn't have happened because they passed the bill straight 
you know, Democrats. No re- Republicans voted on voted yes on this. Yeah, bill. I mean, the reason why I think a lot of it is politics, um, and uh, and them just sticking together. But it the there were a lot of components in the bill that had bipartisan support. It was the extra stuff that a lot of the Republicans didn't agree with for reasons that they voted no on the bill. But for the direct payments and extending unemployment, they agree with. Um, I don't know. Mitt, they had us at six hundred. At first, I mean, but you know, say at the time, okay. So I don't know if Trump had won, or assuming Trump won, this was after he lost. I know, but he was calling for two thousand dollar payments. So was Mitt Romney, and so were a few other key Republican senators. He drafted up some legislation um, to, I mean, it would have been a cut to welfare um, in general, Medicaid. But he was trying to um, help out the child poverty rates in this country by throwing direct payments to uh, parents as well. I think the bill would have it, it would have been passed. A bill would have been passed. It just would have looked a lot differently than well, the bill that was passed. Yeah, they they didn't get everything they wanted, but um, I think we we got a lot more due to the current political situation Absolutely. versus what right. it was six months ago. And even if it was a bill, even if they did pass a bill, it probably wouldn't have happened at the time that it did. Right, people well, would have went without unemployment right. probably for a month or two. Exactly, right. for sure. Yeah, so, does anybody the, know what the what the like? This is an honest question. What are the implications of the United States printing so much money? Probably the, uh, the value, of the, value dollar, of the value of the dollar. Yeah. The so the value of the dollar goes down, and then so basically, do y'all feel comfortable leveraging our future to solve like current problems? We got to live now. The current problems are pretty important. Mm-hmm. So you're going the, crazy, you know. Actually, yeah, it's, it's yeah. COVID. It's it's a lot of you know. We're blessed and like, especially, you know, my situation, I was able to keep my job, uh, work from home, all that. So I haven't, as far as from a financial standpoint, I haven't actually like felt the impact Mm -hmm. of COVID-19. If anything, it like financially, it might have helped a little bit just off the fact that I don't have to drive an hour to work every day. Mm -hmm. Like I'm filling up my gas tank once a month or once every two months versus once every four or five days like Mm -hmm. how I used to. But um, a pandemic for Drew straight. No, not quite. <laughs> not quite. I'm not trying to like make it seem like I'm benefiting and I came up and all that. Um, but I, I do think like the present issues and what we're going on with the pandemic. Um, it was a, important to address that now and mm-hmm. then. You know, the government has the power to figure that shit out later. So yeah, I, that's what I think. Um, but one more thing that I wanted to get to about the bill, and it's probably the most intriguing part. We ain't all the way there yet. Um, but AOC has said that um, there's a provision in there to where if your student loan debt gets canceled, then you don't have to pay taxes on the money that your student loan debt got canceled for, which means it's probably a pathway to get student loan debt eliminated, yeah. which is, I think AOC was saying, like, we need to mobilize to try to get that done. So Is that federal um, and private? I, I didn't get the details on that from the video, but... Um, just there being a pathway to that, I think is intriguing, and we could probably push to get something done with that. Yeah. So, I just want to know why so many people oppose that. Like, I think that, I think that Republicans, although have interesting like points of view and very conservative in their values and their fiscal um, outpoint outlook, why would they? Like oppose student loan forgiveness so much. Like, what's what's the re? Like for real, for real. Like, cause they're not stupid. Let's not assume that they're stupid. I'm sure they're very intelligent individuals. Why would they oppose canceling student loans? I honestly think it is kind of aligned with 
what I was saying a couple podcasts ago about what Wall Street Trapper said mm-hmm. about the um not giving the, the lions and the gazelles and all that like they don't want to give us a leg up because then they're not going to be able to eat. That, like, man, like and the people, they have people that support them, like, that have, like, hella bread and all that, that, you know, they like, yo, I got this bread. I don't need, I need you to make sure these bills don't get passed mm-hmm. and things like that. My bad. Go ahead, Lee. No, I was just going to say, um, it's all politics, honestly, man. These, these higher-ups, they have friends and Every place, mm-hmm. right? So it's probably benefiting somebody for us to mm-hmm. pay these these bills, I this tuition, because it's and that's why the, you know the politicians are not passing it because they have a homie that's probably like you know a CEO or a fast food or, or or some other organization. So I mean, I think it's all about relationships and who you know. If I forgot where I heard it or read it, I feel like I read it somewhere. I don't remember where, so don't quote me. But it was somewhere that said that the country of America makes. A great amount of money, if not the most money, off student loans. It's mm-hmm. a scam, bro. So that's a whole nother. Like when it comes to you know funding our country for whatever the fuck we got to fund it for, the bulk of that money is coming from us paying our student loans. So if you try to chop student loans, you're taking away some of the biggest revenue that the country is making. So I don't how know, does I'm, that make sense though? When the government is the one that lended out that bread. You know what I'm saying? How's that revenue from them when it started out as a liability? It's coming back. You know what you mean? With with it's interest. Back with yeah, interest. that's that's what we're paying for. Yeah, like you see student loans, they'll get out of college and they student loan debt be forty thousand and they deferring. Five years later, that student loan it turned from forty thousand to fifty thousand. Mm-hmm. In five years, like exactly. y'all, y'all charging me two thousand dollars a year? Right. Like it's a scam, bro. I mean we, the, the, you was ahead of your time when you were saying, you know. Don't go to college. <laughs> hey, see? Just don't do this. Don't do I, that. I, I told y'all I'm a genius. I told y'all about, what, three months ago, four months but ago? But that's only because student loans. <laughs> <All right. laughs> go to college if you have a full ride. No, y'all going to no. say. Right. And I mean, not if the education is worth it, that too. I mean. It's we, not. Yeah. <laughs> it depends. I've been, not, I've been I saying that. Because you like, find yourself in a predicament. You have your degree. You're looking for a job. And it finds out that the job you're looking for you know, you have all these different requirements, but they only pay fifteen an hour. I think college is worth it. I think I think twenty go, an hour. I think we go too early. I, I think we don't spend enough time figuring out what we're really interested in. We're not being taught what we're interested in, nor are we fed or fueled to actually pursue those things at a younger age. Like think about it. You know, our parents were taking, you know, uh home economics, auto shop, wood, things like yeah, that. It's so a lot of we don't take none of that shit. That's so, why I got my kids in the school that they're in right now. And that's why we spend a, a, a stimmy <laughs> on their freaking education um, for that reason alone. Because um, we want them environments where they learn. But um, my kids are going to the same school. Bro, come on, man. I lied. They're going to public school. <laughs> that's cool, too. You know what I'm saying? Whatever works for you. Supplement the education like our parents did us. Bro. Man, it's hard, bro. Mom did everything for me. Facts, man. But that's the thing. Like, I'm not, I can't. I'm not. Like, what mom did, respect to you, but I'm not giving up my life. To like where the, uh, the primary of my existence is focused on like my kids and their advancement, like twenty four seven. It's not a terrible thing, but I, I, that's I, fucked up. Hey, I gotta <laughs> live too. I got aspirations. I got goals. Like they're gonna be a part of my journey. They're coming along with me, but I can't abandon my entire life and just be one hundred percent like. Yeah, like everything I have is given to you. I ain't doing that. I mean, <laughs> honest. If if you be honest, like that, that it, it sounds bad it to sounds say, but terrible. it's it's you know. You're a bad person. I mean, I bet if we <laughs> ask mom, if we when we have um, maybe for Mother's Day, 
and we bring mom on the podcast and we talk about that. I bet she would want to do it differently. Actually, I would, no, I she would probably not. wouldn't. She no, would want to do it differently, but I mean, you you gotta. I mean, part of like what you do in life is figuring out what you want to do, and that inspires your kids in itself. Mm-hmm. So it's it's a balance in doing that. Uh, obviously, my priority number one is being there for my daughter and any, any future kids I have. So um, anything I do is gonna be for them. But at the same time, like I still gotta figure out who I am and what I want to do and the things I want to get into and the interest because part of it is if you know and it's been a cycle in our community and a lot of different other communities as well but like you know we've been taught to you know go to school then go to college then get a degree then get a job working nine to five be a zombie right and then you know I can't do that and you got to like do that for your whole life to maintain so you can get to a point where you can retire where if we were to focus on what it is that we want to do and figure out a way to monetize and profit off of that, we would be a lot better off and a lot happier, a lot better off and a lot happier because I mean, you know, we, we spending time being productive for, you know, what it is that we want to do. Like, like my job, it it served its purpose. It's still serving its purpose. Um, But God didn't put me here to, do what I do at work. Like exactly. that's not what he to put me here significant. for. So, I mean, it, it does what it has to do. But when you think about like the most valuable thing we have on this earth is time. And when you think about how much time you spend doing stuff you don't want to do or working for somebody else, like or the birds, it's a lot of time. And yeah. I'd be at the gym just like, I'm calm down. <laughs> you got me. Yeah, I got you got you. me. Wait till my Achilles heal up. Okay, it's gonna be some time. I thought you said you was never hooping again. Nah, that's cap. <laughs> <laughs> I'm hooping, bro. I'm ready right now. I need to start getting buckets, and then y'all posting shit online. Nah, redemption. I say y'all. I am over here. I think it's safe Should've. to say, or fair to say, that Lance, like everybody's nice, except for me. Everybody's nice in basketball. Lance does the most cooking on the court. Lake can gotta, shoot. Lake he, gotta, does, he does the most shooting. No, nah, Lance does the most cooking, bro. Period. Lance does the most cooking. Uh, I'll give it to him. Period. Uh, I will give it to him. Reluctant, I didn't, I didn't know Lance was going to say that. Reluctant. No, Lance be doing some shit. <laughs> I'm like, oh, shit. <laughs> he don't be knowing what he be doing, bro. He'll do hey, 20, nah, 20, 20 behind the back. <laughs> Crossover step back. I'm like, damn. I had did some shit. I uh I had made a little crossover. I dribbled, boom, step, and then kind of like just shot off one leg, and I when I, that shit hit the bottom net too. I'm like, how the fuck I just do that shit? Hey man, I think you got the most natural athletic ability in the fam. Dog. I do. See now that's why I got it. <laughs> no no no. I gotta say cap. Like, natural. I think that, that's natural. Like you worked hard. You worked, to get to where you at. You're bro. probably you, a harder worker than you had to that's work cap hard. too. Like I did work hard. But these one-handed grabs in practice in the game ain't come from practicing. Yeah. He did that, and he was a quarterback. Ooh. And he, he did a one-handed grab. No, he just I, played I, that position. He played I, receiver, I, and he... I did a one-handed grab, too. And he's nice at basketball. I'll give it to him. Yeah. Hey, never hit that the last time you beat me, though. <laughs> hey, so we, when you, when you so get I your Achilles back... <laughs> when was the last time you beat <laughs> me? Damn, bro. I don't know, bro. When you get your Achilles back right, we all going to... I'm, I'm going to get right, too. I'm about to start hooping, man, because I'm tired. We can still have a shooting contest. No, I'm not doing that with you. You want to have a rebound contest? I would love that. <laughs> hey, I'll smash the rebounds. Like, I stay getting rebounds. That's all I'm good at. Can't nobody beat me, though, so... 
Shout out to the COVID bill, I guess. You know what I'm saying? COVID yeah. in general, man. You know hey, we, we should expand on this topic because I want to get into... Not right now. Now, I, I did want to because it, it has been, I think, as of a few days ago, a year since like COVID actually hit. Um, is that what you were saying? You yeah, want to expand exactly. on? Yeah. Yeah, I, I did too. Um, I but, just want to know like if you're, if everyone's perspective of like COVID in general like has changed a bit. And I, I guess into like muddy water and like you know what I'm saying? Cancel territory. Yeah. Um, but I, I want to have that conversation, man. I mean, oh, we yeah. were about to do it now. Not right now. Uh, no, no, no. Later. Yeah. I mean, y'all know my position right. for the most part. But um, yeah, I would love to talk about that. Yeah, we can get into that on the next one. Uh, this one is a wrap. Appreciate y'all tuning in once again. Y'all, y'all got some flames ready for me. I seem like y'all ready to talk some shit. Nah, I, ain't good, bro. I hear y'all snickering, bro. All right. We out. Appreciate y'all tuning in. It's the Mac Five Podcast. All the things you said I couldn't. I know you won't believe me if I told you I'm a star in the making. Get more support from a familiar faces. No, I don't strive to be famous, but I'm not blocking any blessings. If that shit is up for offer, then you know I'ma take it. It got a few stipulations about my soul. I never give it to Satan at all. Money really be the reason that some of you fall. Doing shit just for abundance. But fuck what y'all been doing, cause I know my time is coming. I've been running and running. I came this far and I'm not seeing any reason to stop it.